Welcome, everybody. We're here at the Amy Barn. I'm Tim, Tim slash Colonel Nye. On my right, I've got the world-famous Joe DeSena, the seed huntress, <laughs> Sephra Alexander, and world-famous Dr. Johnny Waite over there. With Miss Marion and Andrea behind the cameras. All right, for this one, we're going to be talking to a, a guy named Sean C. Stevenson. Really, I thought this was a pretty phenomenal interview. Here's a guy. Uh, he's got everything in the world that could get him down, and you're going to find out he's inspirational, uh, and he is motivating, and he's got a great outlook on life. And I think uh, we'll go and talk to him and come back, and we're going to find out just really kind of how motivating he could be. Changed my life. We are here for Spartan Up Podcast with Sean Stevenson in Arizona. Say hello. Speaker. Yep. Husband. Yep. What else? Uh, therapist. Therapist. Uh, author. Author. And uh, world thought leader is what o- they would say. Overall great guy. I would hope so. <laughs> give me, give me um, your background. Let's start. Let's go way back. Yeah. So a uh, unique thing about me is I was born into a, a container that has uh, got osteogenesis imperfecta, which is a rare bone gene imperfection that stunts the growth of the bones, causes them to be extremely fragile. So... Something as simple as sneezing growing up would break ribs or collarbone. Uh, by the time I was 18, I had already fractured over 200 times. And so I went through a ton of a lot of pain growing up, surgeries, uh, being stared at. And the way I navigated through those obstacles, if you will, those hurdles is by working on my mind, body, and spirit. And so I exercise. I, uh, I do a lot of personal growth work. And I'm constantly connecting to my life purpose, which is to rid this world of insecurity. Yeah, and so um, you know what we do. We talked a little bit, right? Yeah. We put on these, these events all over the world, and people uh, have a fear. They have lots of fears, of course. I guess. And, yeah. and um, uh, whether they're in the middle of this event, they actually sign up, right, and they can't do something, or they don't sign up at all because they don't believe they can get through it. Um, my personal um, mission in life is to change people's frame of reference so that they don't complain about the silly stuff. Of course. Right? And I think Spartan and the Spartan mindset helps change that mm-hmm. because, because if you've gone through hell, yeah. you're not going to complain about Wi-Fi not working on the airplane. Exactly. And you've had I mean, 200 bone breaks. You've gone through hell. Mm-hmm. So what tips can you give the audience that, like, how do, how do people... Drop the fear, get rid of the insecurity, and then push through. Well, I believe that there's no way to avoid pain. I think pain is an inevitable part of being human. Uh, The question is, do you want pain that comes from being lazy and atrophied and missing out and gratification, or do you want pain from growth? And growth pain is like putting in the hard work, hitting the gym, working on your business, working on your marriage, working on yourself. And pain is going to happen on either side of the fence. But when you take pain from growth, the moment you achieve what you want, the pain memories disappear. You know, I don't ever worry about like, oh, you know, I can't believe I had this big fight. Because the moment you get through that fight with your partner, it doesn't matter anymore. And the same thing in business. There's so many fires we have to put out. But once we put them out, we're like, yes, I love what I do. And pain from growth evaporates as we achieve things. Pain from neglect only festers and causes more problems. There's a saying I have, because um, the, the short race we put on the sprint is about 90 minutes on average. And I say you can suffer for 90 minutes, 
or you could suffer for 90 years. Yeah, Your choice, which I think is what you're saying. Sure, yeah. Right? Well, my, my mom is one of my huge influences, and she always says, pain is inevitable. Suffering is optional. You can choose to feel miserable, or you can feel, you know, put all your focus on, how am I going to push through this? That's a great saying. Pain, pain is inevitable. Suffering, suffering is, is, op- optional. is optional. Yeah. It's like um, Visters, who was the, the mountain climber, the U.S. mountain climber, said, um, getting... Getting to the top of the mountain is optional. Getting down is mandatory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unless you want to die at the top. And some people quit. You know, yeah. It's a choice. It's a choice. So um, I don't know. What would you say to the folks that don't have motivation? Yeah. That are feeling sorry for themselves? Sure. Well, I think uh, you're human. And mm-hmm. everybody does that. We all go through moments in our day when we feel a little bit hosed up and we're like, oh, why does this have to happen? Why does my schedule have to be so crazy? Or why does this person have to drop the ball? You know, why does this person have to lie to me or disagree with me? We're all juggling things. We're all dealing with disappointments. The difference between the people that rise to the top in any industry from the people that suffer is they handle their disappointments differently. People who achieve greatness handle their disappointments by saying, that's it, nothing's going to stop me. I'm going to use this as fuel to push harder and get more clear on what my vision is. You know, every time you're afraid, it's just your unconscious mind raising the flagpole to say, pay attention. There's something to let go of here. But most people, they have the flagpole go up and they're like, oh, I'm so scared. And they think that that's where you stop. But that's just the brain's way of saying there's something to push through here. Yeah, and so um, easier said than done. I mean, of right? Course. Right? You've you've been speaking for a long time, and you've got the perfect words down, and it's inspirational. But um, it's still monumental getting off the couch for a lot of people. Yeah, and in the end, we all want to feel good. Every human being wants to feel good. You either smoke and crack or go into the gym. At the end of the day, I guarantee you, you're going to try to feel good. The question is, what are the results of what you're doing to feel good? And I choose to pick things that empower me. I choose to be around people that empower me. I cut people out of my life so quickly if they aren't, like, committed to a bigger vision for their life. Yeah, and so um, how do you do that? It's hard to cut um, people out of your life, right? That's a, that's, um, you get attached, I guess. Or what, What's the reason why you wouldn't cut somebody out of your life? Well, most, like, most people don't cut people out of their lives because they're like, oh, we have history together. Well, yeah, but it's probably crappy history. It's probably just a bunch of examples of where they let you down, and you become like those you surround yourself with. And I've, I've got to the point, maybe I'm a, some people would say I'm a little hardened, and that's okay, but I've gotten to the point where I see now what intrinsic value am I bringing to this world, and what intrinsic value are the people I'm hanging out with bringing to my world? And I never ask of somebody something that I wouldn't bring to them. So... The same way to look at it is I would never do something to somebody that I, that I would disagree with. Like if they, if they did something that would tear me down, then why am I continuing to expose myself to that? And some people are like, oh, but we have history together. Again, sometimes history needs to be left in the past. Or, or you're trying to change that person. Yeah, I mean, that's the savior complex. And uh, when that happens, I have... My friends and my closest people in my life just remind me the same statement, and that is, you can only save those who swim toward you. That's a great one. That's a great one. And that's a good one for all of us to remember. I heard a guy um, recently say, um, 
you know, if you're hanging out on Friday night at the bar and you're drinking a bunch of beers with your buddies and you're watching football or whatever it is, you're probably going to be there in 20 years. So you got to choose, right, where you spend your time and who you spend your time with because you're an average of your five best friends. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I think that's what you're saying. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I'm, I'm looking... When I'm looking at my peer group, I want to be the one that feels like he snuck in. Like, I want my peers being like, you know, lifting me up. I don't want to be the smartest person in the room. I don't want to be the most successful person in the room. I want to be the one that feels like he snuck in and that there's just great legendary people around him teaching him things just you know, by watching those people and observing their behaviors. Most, you know, one of the reasons why I moved, I lived in Chicago, Illinois, and I moved to Arizona is because one of my mentors, Joe Polish, lives here. And I'm like, if you get near people who are up to greatness and you spend time in their atmosphere, I joined his networking group, you spend time learning from them, seeing what inspires them and absorbing that information, it just grows your own mind and your own network and you can't do it alone. You just can't. You have to be around people who are doing life on a big level. It's not easy to get in with those people. It is if you bring them a ton of value. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I have a long game strategy. When I meet people, I don't come right up and say, will you mentor me? Will you help me? No, I usually shell out money. I usually shell out energy, time, introduce them to people, bring value to them, and then they can't look away. Sure. No, somebody said... Um Somebody said networking, to do it successfully, you put $5 in to take $1 out. Yep. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. I've been telling my kids the three secrets to success, I want your advice on this one, is um, one, you've got to work hard. No way around that. Two, you've got to build an incredible network where people actually like you and would do favors for you because you've helped them. And then three, you've got to be really passionate about what you're doing. And I would add the fourth uh, is you've got to look in the mirror and like the person you see. You know, like you have that. to work on your own self-worth and self-esteem. If you don't love yourself, why would somebody want to love you? I like that. Um, supposedly, I got this off the internet, so I don't know it to be true. Einstein said adversity introduces a man or woman to themselves. Mm. Yeah. Makes I sense. definitely think it reveals character, absolutely. Yeah. You know, I, people will say to me all the time, they'll be like, Sean, do you think your disability uh, developed your personality? No, I think my choices developed my personality. Uh, because there are lots of people with disabilities that don't go on to do big things with their lives, and that's why you have choice. You have choice for how you're going to handle things, what books are you going to read, what people you're going to hang around with. And I've got to the point now where I just want to be around people who lift me up and that allow me to lift them up. I hope you're not sitting still while you listen. If you are, you better get a burpee break in. Be sure to join us next week when our guest is Mike Salamano, CEO of Killington, the largest ski resort in the East. In addition to some great behind-the-scenes stories about what it's like to run a huge business like that, he also gives some great leadership lessons that you're going to want to hear. How do they hear that? Well, um, if you would like to subscribe to Spartan Up, the podcast, uh, just go on iTunes or YouTube and you'll see us each week. Yeah, yeah. What, what techniques did you use uh, to get where you are? Yeah, I would say the biggest, most important thing that I'm out spreading into the world is the cure to insecurity. Do you know what the cure to insecurity is? I don't. It's self-care. When we take incredible care of ourselves, our lives just get better. And so what I do is in my office, in my house, I have what's called the when life works list. 
And it's a series of 16 action items. And I only have to do four of them a day. And if I do those four things a day, and they are things that are simple, exercise, hydrate, reading incredible books, spending time with my mentors, spending time with kids who are filled with imagination. And there's these 16 action items. I can do any of them with ease, but as long as I do four of them a day, it keeps a solid sense of self. And so other things will happen. Fires will happen in my business. Upsetting news will happen. The phone will ring with disappointment. And when I've done my When Life Works list, it's not that those things are great. It's that I have the mental fortitude to handle what disappointment shows up. But if you're not working on yourself and then something, quote, negative happens, which is another way of saying something you don't want to have happen, you lose your stuff. You're like, oh, why does this always happen to me? And you get into a downward spiral and you start blaming people. You start feeling awful and then you get on your when life sucks list. And that's where you stop, you know, grooming yourself. You stop eating right. You start wearing sweatpants 24 hours a day. And you don't get off the couch and you smell like Cheetos and you hate yourself. And that just isn't a life I want to deal with. I love it. So when did you decide to make that list? And how did you come up with the list? Uh, I made the list because I was on a search for what is the cure to insecurity. And I had a lot of mentors just living lives with such incredible rituals and daily habits. And I would watch these people that I kind of put on a pedestal and thought that they were never upset. But I watched them on days that they didn't do their rituals. And they got screwed up. And they, they questioned themselves and they doubt themselves. And my, my heroes, the people that I looked up to, were having these shaky moments in their own self-worth and self-esteem. And then that's when I started to do the experiment on myself. What happens on the days that I do my self-care rituals versus the days that I don't. When you're not on your self-care rituals, your insecurities start knocking at the door and they start telling you, you can't do that. Who are you to say? Why should you be a guru? You think you're gonna lose weight? You think you can make money? You think you can do that race? And insecurities, they never go away. You just have to stay one step ahead of them. Do, do, do the four, and it's, I guess it's any four you decide to do that day. Yeah, I want variety, so I pick. pick. Out of the 16, I pick four. Chemically, they release oh, dopamine, endorphins. Yeah, I mean, it's a brain chemistry thing. All emotions are chemical. Right. And you, you set your brain chemistry up to win because at the end of the day, you could have all the, the great coaching, you could have all the great books around you and all this, but if you're not doing the self-care rituals, your brain chemistry is not on your side. You know, when, you act, when, you, um, when you're cleaning your house or your car, you release serotonin in your brain. Serotonin lets you feel like the world is going to be okay and that everything's in its proper place. But when your house is a mess and you just go in and everything's everywhere and you're just overwhelmed, it's because your brain chemistry is not being set up to win. So I'm just fascinated with rituals. I know that when you look at basketball teams or football teams, any sporting team, the ones that are successful stick to the fundamentals. And all a self-care ritual list is sticking to your fundamentals. When you work on your fundamentals, everything works. You know, um, in the neighborhood I came from, uh, having a nice car with nice wheels and cleaning the car was a big deal. And we used to say, man, the car drives better yeah. when it's clean. And, and you really couldn't explain it. Right. But you just did. Yeah, well, your life drives better when you're clean, when your mind, body, and spirit Very is clean. clean. And, you know, I... Uh, I'm a big believer in working on the mind, the body, and the spirit, and, and everything is connected. You know, you can't 
just work on your health and ignore your relationships. You can't just work on your money and ignore you know, your, your health. You have to be working on health, wealth, and relationships because they're all interconnected. And it's awesome to listen to you because it's exactly the Spartan message, right? We're trying to get people to focus on themselves and get healthy and eat healthy. And um, it's, a pretty, it's a pretty tough challenge, to, right? Because not everybody buys into it. Well, and that's why it's not very crowded at the top. And I, I love all human beings. But if you don't want to put the work in to, to have an incredible life, how is any information I'm going to share with you ever going to be of any value to you. You have to be willing to roll up your sleeves. You have to be willing to work on yourself. And it's going to be hard. So what? It's hard being in a hospital and sick. It's hard being broke. It's hard being divorced. It's hard being dealing with all those things. So might as well be hard being a millionaire. Might as well be hard having an incredible relationship where you talk through your feelings. Might as well be hard in the gym sweating your, you know, your ass off. So what? It's going to be hard. He's unbelievable. I love that. <laughs> He's unbelievable. You're awesome. Thank you for that what you a, do. That was awesome. How could we, uh, people find out about you and buy books and do stuff with you? Sure. I tell everybody that my gateway drug into my life is uh, staypositive.club. That's staypositive.club. That's how I deal with everybody is I tell them if you're not willing to be positive, then we can't really play together. Yeah. And if this didn't motivate you, then I don't know what will. <laughs> So I've seen that guy before, but this is my favorite interview I've ever seen with him. He is so, as you said, inspiring, but it's not, it's not just inspiring because of his circumstances. I mean, if he was eight feet tall, um, uh, running through the mountains, he'd be equally inspiring because of his attitude. And, and I, a couple of real takeaways for me, when he said pain's inevitable in life, you get to choose your pain. Are you going to choose to take pain that comes from atrophy from sitting on the couch doing nothing and, uh, and suffering your whole life? Or are you going to go into the gym? Or are you going to do the hard work with your business, whatever it is, and suffer head on and choose your suffering? And I really, really like that idea. Uh, he said suffering's optional. Yeah, sure, right? sure. So, exactly. So pain's yeah. inevitable. That's right. The suffering is, is optional. Exactly. Yeah. So it's, but you know, it comes from how you're going to handle it. You're yep. absolutely right. He blew me away. Um, I'm a pretty motivated guy, but, mm-hmm. but when you get to a guy, I mean, he just nails the sayings, which I guess he plays that tape over and over his head. He stays so positive. Yeah. yeah where, where I think he caught you though, watching that is when he was talking about getting rid of the, getting rid of people out of your life. Yes. Now, which I mean, you're very hard to do. It is hard to do. And you're yeah. not that kind of guy. No. I mean, you're, you're a guy who makes relationships and has loyalty and that's what your life is based on. And so you give it, you expect it in return. But you also, I think, have some latitudes because uh, I don't know if you get it as much as you give it. My personal yeah, belief, yeah. but but, but from you, guy, I, from, but, from you, I do. Well, <laughs> well, well, thank you, sir. But 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 Mr. Stevenson there, he just said, look, if, if they don't have it, and they're not willing to give it. They're out. What do you say, Johnny? The price of playing with? Yeah, them? yeah. And I love the, the way he said that. It, it wasn't saying, you know, I'm going to cut people out just because you know they don't have um, some of the same advantage, or whatever. He said, all I ask is you be willing to show up powerfully and positively. That's the price of playing with me. If you're not going to at least try to be powerful at least try to be positive, then we have nothing in common. And I thought that was really, really cool because he's not saying that you have to show up with everything intact. You just have to be willing to show up and do the work and play and put on that, that positive, powerful mindset because once you do that, anything's possible. And as he says, I can work with that. I can do great things with somebody who shows up and is willing to try. But if you're going to sit and complain and bitch and moan, then really... I can't even get started. And I you thought it was pretty powerful. I thought when he was talking, if you think about, especially teenagers, and how many of them are 
succumb to the pressures of peer pressure, right? And they want to be somebody else. They want to fit in. They want to be in the clique. They want to be dressed right, talk right, speak right, whatever. Here's a guy, I mean, he's, he's not going to fit in. Sure. Yeah. And then he just owned that and just said, hey, you know, I'm not going to fit in. I'm going to be who I am. And then just built himself and said, you know, worked on his mind, body, spirit. Very hard to do. Very, oh, very, very hard rare. to do. Pre- yeah. pre- pressure is pressure, right? right? And kids feel it a lot. So it's, it's hard to be that one guy walking your own path. Well, and he, he not only rose to the occasion, but he actually created his, his life mission around that. When he said, my mission, my purpose in life is to rid the world of insecurity. He said, I realize people are going to be looking at me. There's nothing I can do about that. So I had to work on my own mind, body, spirit to be able to deal with that. And then he realized that his his opportunity was to help other people with that. And I loved when he said that, uh, that his, his way to get over that insecurity, he, what did he say? He created a when life works list and yep. when life sucks list. Yep. Yeah. And the when life works list is if I do these things. And I think he said he did 24 of them. No, he has to do at least 16. You got to do, do four, four a day. day. Four on any given day. such a great concept. And, you know, as long as you get up and you read and you meditate yeah. and, you, and you give gratitude and you do these things... And, and he, he said that, I love when he said he talked to people he knew were powerful, positive, amazing people, but they have bad days too. And he'd say, hey, what didn't you do today? And they go, you know what I didn't do? I ate like, and I had a bad day. He goes, okay, so that's got to go on my, when my life works list. And his when life sucks list or when you do these things, life's going to suck. Now that was a really it's neat way to so do it. so simple, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I water my lawn a couple times a day. Yeah. Is that now, I could use it with the hose and I could have it spray itself, <laughs> or I could turn on the irrigation system that I have in my lawn. Yeah. Don't use it. I go out and water the lawn, and my wife says, why do you, why do, you do that? Because I like it. Yeah, sure. And I just like standing out here by myself and just doing it, right? And I, I, I don't even know why, but I was thinking about when he was talking. That's my routine, right? Oh, sure. That's my time to get out there, and I just, whatever I'm thinking about, I'm mindlessly just watering the grass. The meditation comes in all forms. I'm right. not being yeah. facetious. That's, That's my time. If you're out there and you're wondering what to get Colonel Nye for his 40th <laughs> birthday, it's a hose. <laughs> Send it. <laughs> well, it's true, though. I mean, when you talk about having these core routines, right? I think it was Rumi who said something like, anything you do every day becomes sacred, mm-hmm. right? And when you allow time and space to to take time for yourself and honor it, you know, oftentimes they talk about sit spots or journaling or but just anything that you decide to do every day that takes that time out for you, that does bring joy. And as we all know, like when people have joy in them, that's that concentric ring that brings people closer to them. I mean, it's few and far between when you can tell someone's just I don't know, toiling in their own juices, like people kind of tend to go away. Whereas other people, it's just like it's the moth to the light effect. And so I saw him um, at Summit at Sea, and he was saying, talking to some of the most successful people, brilliant, um, beautiful people of the world, and saying, like, okay, if and when you guys face insecurity, like, he made, he just absolutely made humor about it, and then so it, it just breaks down everyone else's ego in their walls to be able to actually have real experiences that go beyond a lot of the superficiality that we, that we face. Absolutely. And, we thank you, Joe Polish. Thank you, Joe Polish, for bringing Sean in there uh, last minute. I was I was actually interviewing Joe, and uh, Sean came over, and, and I'm sure it was inconvenient for him, but he but he did it. So thank you, and uh, why don't you wrap us up? I, I, I would love to do that because right. I rarely get an opportunity to do that. <laughs> so anyway, if you want to see uh, this or any of the other uh, podcasts, just see us at Spartan.com. Yeah, Spartan.com slash podcast. Thank you. Or on iTunes or YouTube or wherever else you can find us. 
Thank you for watching another epic story of success. If you like our message, please share Spartan Up with your friends and subscribe on iTunes, YouTube, or wherever you catch our show, maybe in the woods. Spartan Up is brought to you by Spartan Race. To find a race near you, visit Spartan.com. Spartan.com.